0: Welcome to the WSPP Podcast, a special program from the Wisconsin School of Professional Psychology in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm your host, Laura Prado. Join me as I interview students and staff at WSPP to get a glimpse into their incredible lives and learn more about the exciting happenings at our school. Thank you for being here. Aaliyah, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, Why don't we start by you telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, so my name is Aaliyah Balzer. I am a first year student at the Wisconsin School of Professional Psychology. Um, So far, I really like it, even though it is all on Zoom for this semester, so it's a little different. Um, So that's just some general information about me in regards to the school. Awesome. Yeah, so you're the first uh first
0: year student that I'm interviewing. So I'm excited. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for agreeing to be on. Yeah. <laughs> um So where are you from? What area of the country?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in uh, Rogers, Minnesota, which is just outside like the Twin Cities area. Okay, very cool. <laughs> and why did you decide to
0: come to WSPP specifically?
1: Um, I really liked my interview day a lot like the people were like super nice and everything I just felt very welcome from the get-go um so like that was a big indicator but even before that like learning to apply there um I actually took a pretty roundabout way um figuring out like where I wanted to go what I wanted to do after undergrad um so the people I met along the way had a really big hand in that
0: Very cool. So was the plan always to get into psychology? Or did you kind of struggle with that decision for a bit?
1: Uh, I definitely struggled with it. (laughs) So right out of high school, I actually went to school in Colorado for two years. Oh, wow. Um, They were like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was 18, just graduated. And this school in Colorado was like, hey, if you come play lacrosse for us, we'll pay you for that. And you have an academic scholarship too. And I was like, sure, why not get paid to go to Colorado? (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So I went there. I was, I think, pre-law for my first year and a half. Just had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, And then I took a brain and behavior course and absolutely fell in love with it. I thought it was the coolest thing ever how the brain functions and the neurochemicals and everything like that so I ended up switching my major to neuroscience um and then the school didn't have that so I knew I had to transfer and one of my friends Maggie went to Eau Claire um UW Eau Claire and she's like well we're getting that program like just transfer here (laughs) wow yeah, so I transferred there. That was a big process. Um, I was actually the first ever graduate from Eau Claire with a neuroscience degree. Congratulations. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. So with me being the first, first year on this podcast, I'm used to being the guinea pig. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably good at it then. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So so it sounds like
0: that was a pretty big leap of faith to to decide to do neuroscience and move and change everything.
1: Yeah, it was a huge leap of faith. And then even after that, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do a bachelor's in neuroscience, and then I'll be good. And then I'm done with school for sure. And then I was a couple uh, first or second semester, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm quite done yet. Um, So I started looking at programs and clinical psychology was a big interest to me, just having that application um, aspect of it. So I just threw out a bunch of emails to a bunch of clinical psychologists in Eau Claire and I was like, can I come shadow you? Like, (laughs) I have no idea if I want to do this. And one reached back. And so I shadowed him for a while. Uh, It's actually Dr. Ryan Stepp. He actually is a WSPP alumni.
0: Nice, very yeah. cool.
1: Okay, yeah. so that's my roundabout way of how I ended up at <laughs> clinical psychology.
0: That's really awesome. So, what are you kind of envisioning for your future as a clinical psychologist?
1: I really like the uh, assessment aspect of clinical psychology. I think that's really interesting, kind of going back to like my roots and like figuring out the brain processes and functionings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of really like that aspect, but I also like the one-on-one therapy and helping people in that regard as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of all over the board there, I guess. Um Luckily, I still have some time to figure it out, being only yes. first year, first semester.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, how is your first year, first semester going? I know you mentioned it's kind of weird with COVID and virtual
1: learning, like it's
0: not your typical graduate school experience right now. Um, how has that gone for you so far?
1: So far, it's been very interesting. Um, some classes, it seems like it's a little, I wouldn't say easier, but a little bit better or not better, but um to be on zoom versus other classes like our mm. assessment class it's hard because we can't have our hands on the instruments and like practice administering them so yeah. that's really tough um it was also very awkward for the first couple of weeks with the cohort just because yeah. we didn't know each other and we'd all like log on to the zoom you know five minutes early because you want to be early And we'd all just sit there and stare at each other. No one would say anything. It was very awkward. So we all kind of like agreed. We're like, let's do a Zoom meeting this weekend or one weekend. And they're like, let's just break the ice and stuff. So since then, it's been really nice. Um, We have like a group message. And so like that, we're not quite getting the same relationship bond as maybe other cohorts who Mm -hmm. right off the bat were together. Um, right. But we're definitely making strides to try to get to know one another via Zoom. <laughs> yeah,
0: Yeah. I can't even imagine starting a whole new program and not knowing anyone in your program during the middle of a pandemic and having to meet everyone virtually. Yeah, it's very I, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like how you all have handled it, though. It sounds like you're trying to work your way around it and mm-hmm. doing the best you can. Yeah. So that's awesome. Very cool. Well, I know you haven't been at the school for very long, but I'm wondering if maybe there's um, one moment or one memorable experience that you can think of so
1: far that has stood out to you about WSPP. Um I can't really put like an exact moment to it, but like all the professors and everything like everyone's just been super nice like if they're like if you need anything like please reach out like Mm -hmm. they understand that it's hard for them making this transition to distance learning, but they also understand that it's very hard for us trying to learn this stuff virtually. So everyone's been super nice, all of like the older students, like our TAs for lab have been like, if you need help with anything lab related, reach out or if you just need someone to talk to, like, mm-hmm. they can just reach out to us. So everyone's just been very accommodating, very nice. So even though this time is very challenging for virtual learning and everything, everyone has been so considerate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. That's one of the things that stood out to me too when I first started mm-hmm. going to school here is just how, you know, compassionate, understanding, and willing to help people are. So yeah. I'm glad you're getting that, that same experience. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, do you have any advice for individuals who are looking into graduate school or who might be interested in our program?
1: Um. I guess like if they're looking to like, if I should apply or not, I say definitely apply. You never know what's for you. Um, I wasn't sure grad school was going to be for me, but I was like, Oh, I'll throw a couple applications out. We'll see what happens. Um, Fast forward a couple months and here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So definitely just take the leap, go for it. If you're able to. Um, And if you're looking at our program, just reach out. I know I reached out to a lot of people um, mm-hmm. even before like classes started, like I reached out to Dr. Jurgens and I was like, Hey, do you have any current students that I can talk to and ask questions? And she was like, sure. So she gave me a couple of names and numbers, did a couple of zoom meetings, some phone calls, figuring out like what to expect course wise to even like asking them what kind of apartments they rented in the area um mm-hmm. so it was just very helpful in that regard and I don't I think I kind of caught Dr. Jurgens off guard when she's like why do you want to talk to people already <laughs> but um it was really helpful to talk to people just kind of because it can be very intimidating like oh they're a doctoral student and it's, it's nice to kind of see that everyone's just kind of a person we're all just kind of figuring yeah. it out <laughs> oh yeah Yeah, absolutely. I love how
0: willing you are to just put yourself out there and to also do your own research and investigate. I mean, even with, you know, shadowing and basically starting your own major and being the first to graduate from that major and your willingness to, like, reach out to people at our school. I think that's a really good skill that you have. That's pretty awesome. Oh,
1: thank you. I'm much more, I'd like to have more information than I need than not enough. I'm much that kind of person.
0: (laughs) I like that. I like that a lot. Well, I'm wondering if there's anything you want to share about maybe your personal identities or your personal life, Um, just because I really like to get to know people outside of, you know, the profession and the field.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, So I actually just recently uh, rescued a dog. (laughs) So I have him. I got him from The Pound. Um, He was three days from being euthanized. (sighs) Oh so I was like, that's not happening. I will take him home today, please. Wow, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've always really loved animals. Like we've had them growing up. My sister and her husband have a couple now. And I definitely went into the pound <laughs> not realizing I was going to be living with a dog. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I like to spend a lot of time with him and just try to give him a very good life. So even, like, this morning, I took him on, like, an hour walk through the woods where he was kind of running around. Um, so oh I really like to hang out with my dog and any animals. <laughs> that's a lot of my, that's a good chunk of my personal life. Um, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. What kind of dog is he? He
1: is kind of, like, a mutt. They're not exactly sure what he is. Um, okay. He's, like, a black and brown. So I they say he's got, like, a little bit of German Shepherd in him. Um but I think he maybe has a little Pitbull or Rottweiler as well. Um, Very cool. But, yeah, so I like to spend a lot of time with him. Um, I spend a lot of time with my family, um, being close with them. And then I spend a ton of time reading. <laughs> nice. What do you like to read? Uh, really anything. Right now, um, I'm more into, like, the murder mysteries. <laughs> mm-hmm. So kind of um, – Um, right now I'm reading the book Murderous Minds, which is very interesting. It kind of ties like the neuroscience in with it. Um, Just talking. Yeah, it's about um, oh I forget the name of the doctor right now. But they went through and interviewed a ton of people who are convicted of um, vicious crimes and things like that. And just kind of doing brain scans and brain tests and figuring out where exactly they differ from say and normal person who didn't cr- commit a vicious crime mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow that is really cool so it's more like nonfiction mm-hmm. kind of
0: reading you like to do yeah definitely okay nice well I uh I am a fellow I don't know how to say this in a way that doesn't sound awful I also enjoy um kind of investigating the psychology of individuals who commit crimes um I, I listen to podcasts more so though like uh investigative podcasts and true crime podcasts. But maybe I'll try that book out. That sounds really
1: interesting. Yeah, I really like it so far. So I mean, yeah, it's I like it.
0: <laughs> nice. Where does your love of reading come from, do you think?
1: Um, I think it's just from the where it comes from I like having knowledge. I like like knowing, like, um, investigating things and taking it upon myself to learn more about the subject. Um, it was actually one of my professors that put me down the rabbit hole of like neuroscience and like reading outside of classes and just figuring out where like the theories that you're we learning in class were applied in real life. Um, mm-hmm. So I think just kind of like expanding my knowledge in my own regard and doing my own research is really where it comes from.
0: That's really cool. So you're really a inquisitive, curious person. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Very nice. Well, I do also like to ask people about um, their favorite way to practice self care. And I ask all the guests about this, because I think it's really important, especially right now with all, all the stuff going on around us, the pandemic, the multiple pandemics, you know, political unrest and uncertainty at this moment. So I'm wondering if there's Um, a particular way that you like to take care of yourself
1: yeah so I've always been really in tune where like if I have a clean space I have a clean mind so Mm -hmm. it's kind of a weird way to self-care but I love to like crank music and just clean and just have like a clean environment um, as Mm -hmm. like the result of that is super self care, self care for me. Um, The act of cleaning, I like it because it's just kind of like mindless. You don't really have to like think about it. It's just like a machine, you just kind of clean. And then the after effects of like being able to sit down and say, like, watch a movie in a super clean environment. It's just very relaxing to me.
0: Yeah, no, that does sound great. I feel like that's one of those areas of self care that we kind of forget about a little bit. Um, just some of those more basic things, like yeah, clean environment. I totally agree with you. I I notice that I perform better when I'm working in a clean environment, mm-hmm. um, so I like that a lot. I I definitely need some of your inspiration <laughs> and motivation for that because I struggle with that. Sometimes.
1: Oh, I'm like I'm almost too much. Like if I want to postpone like writing a paper, I'm like, oh yeah, I can deep yeah. clean the kitchen first. <laughs> So sometimes it is my fault that I like to clean, yeah. but overall, like I just, if I have a clean work environment, it's much easier for me to get things done or think. And so that's probably my biggest aspect of self-care.
0: Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Um, well, anything else that you want our listeners to know, Aaliyah? Um,
1: not that I can think off of hand. I mean, I love this school. It's been a great experience, even though it's been virtual. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so I really like it here I really enjoy it all the people it's been great well thank you so much for your time
0: today I really appreciate it um, I wish you all the best and hopefully you can get inside the classroom in person very soon <laughs> thank you I look forward to that <laughs> awesome thanks yeah. Aaliyah Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the WSPV podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We'll be back with more episodes soon.